Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness, and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. Hello, this is Tim Howard, the host of Reflect the Life You Want podcast. And today I'm going to be doing a solo episode. Uh, I was at a networking event recently and was asked, you know, how could people help me to build the audience for this podcast or how to help to grow the coaching business I have with a man school. And one thing you can do is just to like um, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can subscribe there. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel where we have the video snippets from the podcast we do for marketing. You can also like and share with others on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram whenever I post one of those uh, video snippets for the new episodes that come out. So it's been about a year now that we've been recording these episodes of Reflect the Life You Want. And I've been learning a lot personally. We've been learning as a team here at Signal Fire Media um, how to produce these podcasts, how to make it very effective for our, our guests, and how to make it effective for our audience. So Reflect the Life You Want is the theme of a book project co-authored by uh, Maria Spears and I. And this book now is in the editing process. So we have a professional editor, and we look forward to being able to publish later this year and share all the wisdom that we've gained that we want to share with others later this year. So I personally am a student for life, and I'm constantly learning. So I wanted to take the time to share some learnings from some of it's from the book research we've been doing. Some of it's uh, from listening to others. I, I'm a constantly listening to other great podcasts to to learn how to be more effective at my craft, but also just to get great ideas and uh, hear how other people do this well. And sometimes I'm learning really cool stuff from guests that I have on the show. So I'm always taking in and consuming a lot of information. And one of the ways I've learned to recall information is to by using um, – acrostics or acronyms. And this just helps me in my mind the way it works to remember things. So I know from my early days in the military that this was certainly true. Uh, We had a lot of acronyms we used, uh, a lot of acrostics at times. I can recall back from my days in ROTC as a cadet at Gonzaga University learning the nine principles of war. And we had this acronym MUSMUS. And it, you know, stood for things like mass and objective and uh, strategy and economy of force and unity of command, things like that. So those that was a way to remember those concepts that I can remember being at the uh, U.S. Army Field Artillery School down at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, and we had to learn the order of priority to emplace a howitzer, and we had an acronym like T LASBAP, you know, things like trails, laid, aiming points, security. So. We just, I just, my mind works this way where it's efficient and easily to organize concepts if I can remember them in relationship to something else. And that's how I remember people's names oftentimes. It's oftentimes I'm, I, I meet someone and I'm a little, you know, trying to remember something about them that I can recall their name. And when I owned a UPS store franchise, I used to have a goal like the second time you come into the store, I'd be able to greet you by name as you walked in the door. You used to blow people away. Certainly by the third time, 
but that forced me to make sure I engaged with other people. I was fully present with them, and I really made an effort to make contribution towards them and to learn a little bit something about them so I could remember them, they could feel seen, feel heard, and feel special from me as a customer. So this is one of the ways uh, I engage with people. It's one of the ways my mind works. So I'm going to take some time this episode to share some of the my favorite acrostics and share a little bit of what I've learned along life and along this process and this journey I'm on. So let's start with the theme of the mirror book and the title of the podcast. So reflect the life you want. Reflect is actually an acrostic and it's the key chapters of the mirror book project. So the R stands for recognize the power to change. The first E stands for each day to be grateful. The F stands for feel now what you imagine it will be when. The L stands for love yourself and let others know you love them. The second E stands for energize your thoughts towards that which you intend to be. The C stands for clarify your inner circle. And the T stands for thoughts are key, so think it, create it. So I want to go a little deeper on a couple of these uh, and share some other acrostics I've developed that I share with others sometimes, whether it be in coaching. Sometimes you'll hear me share it on an episode. Sometimes I'll just share it with an encounter I'm having with someone that someone's struggling with something. I'll give them an idea of a way to remember something that's impactful. So the first one of these I'll share applies to when I was considering making some changes in my life um, and this idea of recognizing the power to change in the book project, I realized when I was collaborating with my co-author, Maria Spears, that I was going to be sharing some things that were very personal, private, really hadn't shared with many people in my life. You'll eventually see them in the book when it's published, but I was struggling a little bit with how to share these very personal, private kind of things. So I came up with this acrostic bold as I was working with Maria to figure out how do I share some things about myself. I was a little concerned, candidly, just how is she going to view me? How is it going to affect her commitment to our collaboration? You know, Would she judge me about these things from some prior episodes of my life? Um, how would she think about that? So I came up with this acrostic bold and... The B stands for to be brave. So sometimes we have something that we're getting ready to do or considering doing or we need to have a tough conversation with someone and we just need to develop the courage to step into something that we may have a little bit of fear or concern about. So the B stands for be brave in the acrostic bold. The O stands for to take the opportunity. So Sometimes, you know, I may not get another chance to have a conversation with someone. I've set an appointment or I've got them as a guest on the podcast or I know I'm only going to see them for a short period of time and I don't want to miss out on the opportunity. So sometimes I just got to remind myself, hey, if I don't take this opportunity now, it might not happen again later. So the O of bold stands for take the opportunity. The L stands for to come from a place of love. Okay, so my mindset is generally trying to be of service to others. And if I put the others first in the conversation or whatever it is is doing, then I'm worrying less about myself and I'm worrying more about what's the impact to others, how can I create contribution for others. So if I'm coming from a place of love, uh, I'm going to have that kind of impact. In the book, uh, The Greatest Salesman of the World by Og Mandino, he writes about these 10 different scrolls. And the second scroll is to each day... I will greet this day with love in my heart. 
And he has this idea that, you know, with each interaction of a person is to silently say to them before I begin that interaction with this, is I love you. So it totally shifts my mindset and my heart set when I begin to have that interaction with people if I'm coming from a place of love. So the L of the acrostic bold stands for to come at it from a place of love. The D stands for either to be determined or diligent. So if it's something that's short-term or immediate or it's like one interaction I'm going to be having, I kind of think of it in terms of I'm, I'm going to be determined to take this action or have this conversation. I'm going to be bold in this interaction. If it's something that's more ongoing, uh, that I want to create a new habit or I want to have a significant goal I'm working towards, it may be this idea of being diligent. So it's like, I got to keep going every day. I got to keep working at developing this new habit. So the D of the acrostic bold stands for either to be determined if it's a short term or one time kind of interaction or to be diligent if it's something that's more ongoing. So that's an acrostic bold that's helped me to work on ideas around how to recognize the power to change and be more deliberate in making change in my life. So That's just one I thought I'd share with you. Hopefully that has an impact on you and you may be able to use for yourself or you may be able to use it for somebody else. So let's take the time to talk about another one related to making change. I just learned recently from uh, George Mumford. He is a famous uh, kind of professional mindset coach. He's worked with famous athletes like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. He worked with the L.A. Lakers when they were in their championship string. Um. And he just had uh, this acrostic that I heard recently from him called the Hall of Fame. So the the letters are H-O-F, Hall of Fame. I said, oh, that's cool. I can think about Hall of Famers, uh, sports athletes. It's easy for me to bring that to my memory. But this really applies, I think, well to when trying to make change in our life, this acrostic can be very effective. And so the Reflect the Life You Want theme of the mirror book, the first chapter, R, Recognize the Power to Change, the underlying theme of that chapter is hope. So I really like this acrostic because it ties in very well with Recognize the Power to Change. So HOF, or Hall of Fame, actually stands for hope, optimism, and faith. So when I'm wanting to make change or I feel a need to make change, I have to have hope about the effort I'm going to put forth to make that change, I'm going to get a different kind of result. And I have to have a sense of optimism. I'm stepping into this, and it may be challenging at first, or I may meet resistance. I need to have a really strong why that's motivating me to move forward into that. So having an optimistic outlook is very, very important to me personally or may be important for you as you're trying to make a change. And then for me personally is to have faith, you know, to believe that if this uh, idea or this input or this challenge that's been placed upon my heart in my belief system is like, you know, that didn't just come from me. It came externally from me, uh, from the Holy Spirit, and I need to step into that. I need to have courage, and I need to have faith that I'm not going to be there on my own. I'm going to have the force and the power of the Holy Spirit, God, looking out for my well-being. If I'm aligned with His will, I'll be unstoppable. So, Hall of Fame or the acrostic HOF stands for hope, optimism, and faith. So that's just another one that if you're thinking about a significant change that you're facing in your life, maybe something that may be useful to you to think about. 
So we've talked about a couple ways of facing change. Let's start to shift to another topic. It often comes up when I'm talking uh, about gratitude or love. So the second chapter of the Mirror Book, is, the first letter E, is to each day to be grateful. So this also relates well to the love chapter. L equals love yourself and let others know that you love them. So we want to keep in mind uh, an idea I first learned from Bob Berg, the Go-Giver co-author, and he's been a guest on this podcast previously, this idea of the law of receptivity. So Bob and David Mann in, in the writing their book series talk a lot about giving, but the fifth law is the law of receptivity. So if there's someone that's always giving, there's got to be someone open to receiving. So this relates well to that idea, and Marie and I, as we were working together, one thing we realized at times that we both struggled to receive. So it might be something to receive as a compliment, whether it be from someone someone else or from one another. Or it might have been a gift that we were giving toward one another to receive. And sometimes it's just recognition from someone else. We might be receiving an award for some. I, I received a really cool award recently. It just blew me away. It was totally unexpected, very humbling, but incredibly gratifying to be recognized for something. A couple of years ago, I really would have struggled just being present in the moment and receiving that. But I've made progress to be able to receive and just acknowledge that I'm worthy of receiving that recognition. So I've made a lot of strides for myself personally in this area. And again, I've developed this acrostic as a way to both remind me, remind Maria, my co-author, and remind others how to receive. So the acrostic is slow, and the S stands for to savor each gift each day. So there are things that we encounter each day, and sometimes that's just the presence of other people in our lives. They are gift just by having that unique interaction that we get to have with a friend, um, our spouse, a child, a loved one, a business colleague. They are gift, and each opportunity we get to interact with them is a gift. So to savor that gift each day, just to receive that. The L stands for to let it in. And that's really is to let it into our mind. So if someone's trying to pay me a compliment rather than deflect it, just let it in, receive it. It is a gift. And uh, sometimes that can be a challenge. If is, But as I've worked on my own self-image, my own self-worth, my own self-confidence, I have much greater capacity just to receive. And rather than deflect that compliment or recognition, I can allow it to come into my mind or receive it. So the S is to savor each gift each day. The L is to let it in and let it into my mind. The O stands for to open my heart. So I physically, sometimes I'll remind myself, I'll put my hands like in a heart shape, put it in front of my chest and just pull it apart and open it up. It's just, just to, to remind myself to let it in, to feel it. So I've let it into my mind. From my mind, that's going to translate into an emotion that I'm feeling in my heart. And I want to own that. I want to allow that to come in and just resonate. Um, and... That's a beautiful thing, but sometimes, again, it's like sometimes we don't feel worthy. So I just have to remind myself, let it in to my mind, let it in, open my heart to receiving it and truly feel it. And that leads into the third letter of the acrostic slow, which is W, which is to welcome it into my heart. And why it's important to really welcome it and just let it resonate is because from that, that neural pathway, that feedback that's going to go back to my mind is going to start to change and create a new neural pathway. Through neuroplasticity, we can start to develop the capacity to receive more from others, whether it be a compliment, whether it be love, whether it be a gift, whether it be recognition. We need to be open to receiving. 
So that's the acrostic slow. S is to savor each gift each day. L is to let it in. O is to open my heart. And W is to welcome it into my heart. So I want to share one last acronym uh, I saw recently. Uh, the author, Jim Quick, he wrote the book Limitless, and I've been reading that book uh, of late, but I saw it on one, one of his social media posts, I think. But we all make mistakes in life. I make mistakes every day. I'm making mistakes even as I'm in the midst of uh, sharing this information, but you might not know it, Okay. But I'm going to keep moving forward through the podcast, even though I have made a mistake. But it's like, I just got to keep moving forward. We all make mistakes. Every day we go out there with good intentions. We're trying our best to put our best foot forward. We're trying to help other people, serve other people, love other people. And sometimes even with the best intentions, we don't do it as well. So we need to recalibrate when something doesn't go the way we intended to and keep moving forward. Sometimes we also need to forgive ourselves. Like, so I, 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 with the best intentions, I go out there and I try to do something or, you know, one, one thing I make a mistake a lot of times, I, I try to be funny in the moment. I, that's not a skill set for me. It's like, you know, I don't have a great quick wit. So sometimes I'll say something and it comes across a little awkward and then I feel regret. It's like, oh, how did I say that? It's like foot and mouth disease. I want to take it back. So we all make mistakes. We want to remember that. We make mistakes and to forgive ourselves and not beat ourselves up when we make a mistake. So Jim came up, I don't know if it's original to him, but I like this way of thinking about when I make a mistake to remember the acrostic old, O-L-D. So O stands for to own it, the L stands for learn from it, and the D stands for don't repeat it. So we've all heard the idea that when we uh, repeat a mistake, it's more like a choice, right? So when we make a mistake, we want to take responsibility for the decision that got us into that place where we took that action, that something didn't go right, or it wasn't a healthy choice, and we want to move forward capitalizing upon the learn learning of what this mistake and this experience of having done so has made. So we want to own it, take responsibility for our actions. We want to learn from it what, what went well, what didn't go well. Maybe you, sometimes we can have a conversation with somebody else if we've made a mistake that's impacted someone else's, get the feedback. Say, hey, when I did this or I said this or I disappointed you in this way, um, what could I have done better? So there's an opportunity sometimes. If Going back to that bold acrostic and being brave to have that awkward conversation maybe is how do I learn from this? How do I make sure I don't make this mistake again? And again, don't repeat it. So it's like, again, if 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 I make the same mistake repeatedly, it's it's kind of a habit. It's a choice that I'm making. If I make the decision to make a change and move forward from the learning I've had from this experience, uh, then I'm growing as a person. Okay? So we want to take, capitalize on our learnings, move forward, and make a different kind of impact on uh, people in our lives. So these are just a few of the ways that I remember things that help me in some way to remember great ideas or concepts and I hope there, there may be something here that's beneficial to you or someone that you know. So you may hear something that you say, oh, this might be really helpful to a friend or this might be helpful to a loved one or this might be helpful to a business colleague. You know, you can take this episode, you can like it, you can share it. Um, and I just ask you if, if 
these kinds of ideas and other things you've heard from our guests are something that have meaning to you, you can go out, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to follow the podcast and get notified each each Friday morning when it comes out. We're going to continue to have great guests. We in the Signal Fire media team here are going to continue to work on improving the quality of everything we're producing and what we put out, and they've got a great team that I'm working here and that support me. You can also follow me personally on Instagram at Tim Howard the Mirror, or you can follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I both got a uh, a Facebook business page for the Man School and the Great Man's Legacy, which is uh, a lot about the coaching. I also put out the video snippets for uh, the podcast episodes, and I share that to my personal uh, Facebook page. You can also see those video snippets on um, my Instagram page. Um, and you can go and subscribe on the, the YouTube channel, Reflect the Life You Want, and you'll see uh, all those different uh, video snippets. And again, if you see something that's uh, of interest to you or to someone else, like it, share it, let other people know these great ideas, and you sub- can subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel. So next week, we're going to have another great guest that's going to be very engaging and they're going to share what they're learning, but whether it be in their business or their personal life, their life journey, um, how they're working on reflecting more of the life that they want to have. What are some ideas that they might want to share with us to reflect, uh, more of the life that we would want to have. So again, this is Tim Howard. I'm the host of reflect the life you want. So I just encourage you to go out and reflect the life you want and go out there and live a life of greatness. Thank you.